Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. We're back. We've but returned. we were gone. <laughs> the people that care knew that we were gone. Kind of kept it a secret. Of course, this is the worst. This is the week where nobody's at home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we were talking about it before. Nobody comes to the live shows. Nobody does anything because everybody's getting ready for school. Yeah. A lot of people are in school already. The suckers. Stop it. We're That's going to be us in a couple weeks. So I'm not going back to school. I am, in fact, going back where we went on vacation. Forever. I want to go to there and all, live there. All my needs were cared for. I didn't have a lot of people kind bitching. Of. Better than they are here. Let me put it that way. I would trade the things I'm, I didn't have when I was there for the things I have when I'm like here. food? Yeah, you know what? I'd be okay with that. Okay. Because I wouldn't have to listen to the fucking... When I'm gone for a few days and I come home, I don't expect to be confronted by a bunch of little bitches. That's all I'm saying. This is episode number 619, On the Road. You don't have that Willie Nelson song pulled up? I would never even pay for a Willie Nelson song. I'm sure there's a uh, Justin Bieber version of that. Wouldn't that be awesome? No. <laughs> Come on. I want to know how legitimate music artists allow themselves to become infected by the Bieber virus. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. He's got like magic fairy dust or something that he sprinkles and spreads across the airwaves. I think he sucks a mean cock. That's what I Cut think. Cut it out. Yeah, they want to call us. Where can they call us? You can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're fucking awesome. You think I can get the casino to be my sponsor now? Maybe, if we're kind enough. Well, Drop only, a few names. I'm only going to let them be my sponsor if they get rid of all the fucking old people. That is never going to happen. Never, Don't never, you think never. they should? We're, we'll talk about it in the next episode. I don't think they should allow old people to gamble. Let me put it that way. I think it's a little predatorial. Yeah, I do. You spend your whole fucking social security check right in the casino. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about the fact that we were going to take a little vacation. And it was, in fact, a little vacation. Three days and two nights. In the glorious town of Thackerville, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm surprised Kim, it even had a name because there's really not much there. I don't think it had a name before the casino got there. I think you're probably there. right. Went to the Windstar World Casino. Why? It's two hours away. Done. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's close. Some place different enough and, and still close enough you can make a day trip. And Kim had this plan. She's like, well, we'll go up there early before check-in, and then we can look around and see what's around there. Well, what's the answer, Kim? Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> There's <If> you... <laughs> cows. I saw some cows. <laughs> There's the thriving metropolis of Gainesville, which looks like it's really teetering on its last legs. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. But, yeah, if you decide that you're going to go to that casino, just plan on going to the casino and parking it. Right. You're not going anywhere else. I highly recommend, yeah, just setting up camp. Don't go exploring. No. There's nothing, nothing to, to see here, folks. Move on. I busted out my Google Maps and I pressed things near here and it just said, really? Are you kidding? Okay. It did pull some <laughs> things up, but they were 65 miles away. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't consider that near. <laughs> Even when you were recalculating it to make yeah. it like 15, within 15 miles, no. no. They're having none of that. Yeah. I busted out Google layers and it was like, well, there's some shit up here somewhere in Arkansas. I was like, all right, never mind. Yikes. So 
we got up early the day I took Thursday, Friday off. We got up early Thursday. We're going to leave the house by 10, right? That was the plan. That was the plan. And actually, we're going to leave the house even earlier than that. But Kim's a girl. So that slowed down a little bit. So, okay, fine. We'll leave at 10. I got donuts and coffee. Well, yeah, thing two was going to be doing some stuff. Right. So we, you know, that's fine. So we rescheduled just did a little bit later. A little no bit problem. later. Just, couple, just an extra hour or two, right? Yeah. Then uh, thing two calls. Right. Well, we were already gone when she called. No, we knew. Oh, but no, no this was right before we, we were, were getting, getting ready, to, ready to fucking yeah. leave. I've got all the bags. We're getting ready. They're at the front door. We're ready to start loading stuff up in the car. Yeah, and then yeah. thing two called in a panic, which is always like the best kind of phone right. call to receive from a kid. Yeah, how how do you like it when the first thing you hear are people? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Remember how I told you I hate when you do mm-hmm. that to me. You hate it, don't you? Yeah, she's in a total panic because uh, she found out that. That particular day was the day that she was supposed to go up to the school and pick up her laptop and her schedule for school in the fall. Right. And we had we had no fucking idea because, no oh, look at that. Nobody sent us the fucking uh, package. Yep. School failed to right. notify us or give us any of the required papers. And they clearly knew because she was like, well, a bunch of people didn't get this. Mm-hmm. Fucking assholes. So we said, fine. Thing one will take you up there and get your fucking laptop. Right. She can wait in fucking line. Right. I gave her the money for right. the laptop fee or whatever fine whatever right and i gave her all the other information for the stupid papers like you know the free lunch all all that first day of school crap which they're smart enough to have people fill it out before school starts thanks right i appreciate that staggering it a bit right and so yeah so then i grabbed you pawned it off and we decided to to fucking leave now leave now leave now i've got fucking hotel reservations i'm leaving now so we're already like two hours behind schedule because this bullshit. We leave. Mm-hmm. We're driving. The drive there was nice. It wasn't a big deal. The Metroplex is sprawled so much now that by the time you, you realize you're in cow country, you're at the casino. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, oh, we, just, we just... forgot to get fried pies. Damn, Damn it. it. We have to go back. No. That's not happening. You know, you know you're getting to the edge of something when you start seeing like rest areas. Right. And like picnic areas in the median. That was right. my favorite. <laughs> here, you can stop right here and have a picnic lunch with all the other truckers. Yeah, in between the three-lane highways on the other side. Enjoy. So we, <laughs> we're driving. We avoid hitting the people that have pulled over to take their picture in front of the graffitied Oklahoma oh, sign. Oh, my God. That Oklahoma sign was so fucked up. Welcome to Oklahoma. It's got gang tags all over it. And I was like, oh, oh. that's not nice. We. That's so, what you want to take a picture by. Okay. That's, so we, that was probably the most picturesque place right. that we saw, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We drive by. We see the casino. It comes like, okay, it's another four hours before we can check in. Let's go back to this big outlet mall that we saw on the way in. Right. Because it right? wasn't that far away. No, it was like 20 minutes away. We'll get some food or whatever. We'll eat at the restaurant and we'll be fine. Right. Mm-hmm. We pull into the, well, we. First, I'm trying to use the GPS to get back because the roads in Oklahoma, they're they're done by idiots. Who was the genius that decided that service roads that go both ways was a good I like idea? That in a lot of places. Holy in shit. In fact, our hometown has it that way. I've just forgotten. Yes, I forgot how stupid it is to have to cross a lane of traffic to get onto the fucking highway no, from the service road. It's not so bad unless the visibility is like zero it's not so bad unless every on-ramp is at the top of a fucking hill so you yes. cannot see what's coming it's a problem <laughs> fucking stupid as hell get your shit together oklahoma 
Okay, so the GPS is freaking out because we're in the middle of nowhere. It's basically <sighs> telling you to go in all like in big circles like it, we're getting nowhere right. fast it, it, it basically tells me to go in a big ass fucking circle and then go in another big ass circle on the other side and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna take this road i know it's gonna go over there eventually we hop on this other surface road we're going there's a sign that says caution rough road now in dallas caution rough road means we've graded this road it has lines across it don't get too fucking retarded so it's bumpy it's, it's not even bumpy. It just makes noise and your traction gets a little screwy mm-hmm. if it's raining, right? Mm-hmm. If you're on a motorcycle, it sucks. But I wasn't on a motorcycle because Kim's a pussy. So right. we come around a corner and all of a sudden I am almost high centered. I crash across the top of this giant fucking lump in the middle of the road. Like the, like a mini volcano had started to form yeah, in the center of the, the road fucking road. was completely buckled up. And, and so you hit it so hard. And then, of course, there's, like, loose gravel around it. So you right. hear all so of this rattling. flipping out. Kim's like, you tore off the whole undercarriage of the car. We're <laughs> going to die out here. There's no, we're out so far from civilization. I'm looking out the back window to see what chunks of the car right. are laying on the road. So while you're screaming, and I'm trying to figure out whether you lost an appendage in this little collision somehow, <laughs> there's another one, yes. and I plow across the top of it, too. I was like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Oh, it was awful. Now, it didn't do any damage to the car, but it was fucking retarded for that to even exist. It was in a high traffic area, too. That's the part that blew me away. I guess everybody in shit kicker cow country drives. They know it's there. They drive a three quarter ton pickup. So they fucking got. Well, I got six feet of road clearance. I didn't even notice. Right. Whatever, assholes. Fix your goddamn roads. There's no excuse. That was this was even on the on the Texas side. Have some fucking pride. The only thing Texas knows how to do is roads. Fine. So we get to this outlet mall, which looked like it was jargonimous. I know. I was excited, too, because what's better? Being on vacation, heading to an outlet mall, and having about four hours to kill. Sweet. That doesn't sound fun to me, but I was like, (laughs) I'll I'll get some food. Uh, Maybe there'll be something to look at. I don't know. We get there, and we notice we're the only people here. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, double check today is thursday right it's a, the middle of the week it's open it's not like it's some right. weird holiday right it, yeah so we start wandering around and i was like this is a little bit creepy a little bit creepy yeah because you look at the your hair sign and mm. all the fucking names have been taped over with the was it duct tape or yeah, electrical just tape? a little green tape. Blue tape yeah a tiny handful of stores are still open at this place and by a handful i mean five in this entire fucking mall. It, it's big. And it's really pretty new. So I was kind of surprised. Yeah. At first you were thinking, well, maybe it's so new that they haven't had a chance to fill up the real estate yet. <laughs> no. no. Unfortunately, no. it's new. They filled up the real estate and several months later, everybody bailed. <laughs> everybody left. There's nothing there. You, you want to buy some Zale shit? You can buy some fucking cheap ass jewelry there. Yay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you're like, well. I have to pee. Let's just go to the food court, use the restroom or whatever. And then we realized the true horror was this food court. Yeah, which, well, we were hungry. We were looking for food. So I thought surely the food court's open, right? <laughs> oh, it was open. <laughs> it's open. It was pretty big. Two, it would have been impressive if there had been anything in there. Two restaurants. One of them really just served bottled water and cans of Coke. And bagged chips. <laughs> yeah. Like a glorified <laughs> vending machine, only with a cashier. With a, with a person there. Yeah. 
And the other one was some kind of family style Mexican restaurant. And there's no way I'm going to eat that food. There's nobody here. That must be a week old. You know what I'm saying? There's no way she cooked that food fresh every day because she had it sitting in fucking trays. There's no way. So we wandered around for a little bit. And then we decided to get out of there before we get eaten by fucking fleshy headed mutants or some shit. It was, it was creepy. And I told you that is the future of America. If we don't fucking straighten the shit out, every place is going to be like that. I had never seen anything like it. It was weird. And we're walking around. And the other weird thing is that like at the far, like West side, we'll say of the parking lot of this outlet mall, they had an RV park. Which everybody, you know, there was probably clearly what, that's where they're making like their a money, dozen RVs right? or whatever. Yeah. So here we walk into this food court, and all of the RV dwellers are hanging out in the AC of the food court. Well, sure, why not? Right? It's 106 degrees outside. Surely it's a lot more comfortable to be in the air conditioned food court. Sure, why not? RV people hanging out there. That's the only, playing, the only thing I can the, think of. Playing the free video games, trolling for fucking ancient candy canes out of the claw game. It was Done. weird. Done. okay you're not even joking about that crane machine though. well i'm gonna see if i can clean some of these pictures up and post and them post them because it, it was a nightmare I, I could go on for days but it yeah. would bore the shit out of you because it was just horrible so i i said you know i'm gonna be let's be adventurous let's find some kind of barbecue place out here in the middle of fucking nowhere they might have good barbecue out here you know what i'm saying right it's in the middle of fucking nowhere so i i plug in i find a barbecue place on google i plug in the the coordinates for it and Apparently, Google Maps tells me it's in the middle of the fucking highway. Literally in the middle of the highway. Yeah, we're like, ah, uh, that's like, can't ah, be okay, right. fine. So, fuck it. I, I decided we'll just spin through town real quick and see if we can find something to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And I found it. I guess it helps. I know. Just Gainesville kind of like only has on one it. road. Cut it out. <laughs> Kim? Well, okay, it's kind of true. <laughs> so, we found this place. It's called the Smokehouse. This was actually the Smokehouse. Two. two i don't know where the, the first sequel one is but and i said okay this place gets good ratings on the barbecue sites let's fucking eat here except it what did was the say weird comment the food is very good but the waitresses are not quality people that was yeah that was the review on urban spoon and i was like well that's odd i don't think i've ever seen a review <laughs> of that nature the waitresses are not quality people and i'm thinking okay now i've got a visual well, I, I'm expecting teeth? I'm expecting carnies with fucking yeah. tattoos and you know punk rock shaved heads and shit. They look like normal small town waitresses to me, right? I thought so. We Ooh. get there, you fall in love with this fucking fried chicken sight unseen. You don't even know because I know, and, but but in your heart you're like this There's is like gonna be this vibe, and I was like, oh my god, they're gonna have like this old dinery <laughs> fried chicken, like the old time stuff. They don't make it like right. that anymore. Well, yeah, it's true. Even Kentucky Fried Chicken does not make Kentucky Fried Chicken like it used to. When I was a kid, they made actual fried chicken. Now it's like some kind of fried rat meat or some shit. I don't know. So I decided to have my ribs and brisket. Fine. Prices seem very reasonable. It was like eight bucks each. That's very reasonable, especially if you're used to Dallas prices. And the food comes and it is indeed tasty, right? Yeah. You love your fucking chicken. The ribs were good. The brisket was good. But I would, I don't, I don't know that I would eat here again <laughs> because the wait staff are not quality people. <laughs> they don't give a fuck whether you're happy with your food or not. They don't give a fuck if the walls of the restaurant are clean. They don't give a fuck if you get your food anytime soon. It was slow. 
took a long time to get there. The waitresses were kind of surly, but overall it was good food. Right. So, I mean, if you're going there to eat and I mean, we definitely got our money's worth. There was way more food than you can eat. It was good food. So some things you gotta overlook, I guess. Yeah. So that was where we ate and that was, that was okay. And by that time it was getting time to go back and fucking check out the whole hotel room. Right. Right. Now we're getting nervous though, because out here in the fucking hinterlands, cell reception becomes like a, maybe you're going to have cell reception and maybe you're not. Uh, mostly not. And I remember distinctly now, oh, I remember why I live in the city. Right. Because everything out here fucking sucks. It was, it, I really felt like I'd fallen back into the Midwest. I really did. And I, I know a lot of people are like, the Midwest, the Midwest is great. No, the Midwest is a shithole. I lived there for all of my growing up and I hated it and I'm never going back. And if you had any sense, you would get the fuck out of there too. Stop it. Get the fuck out of there. A lot of places are falling on hard times and that was just kind of a stark reality. I mean, we thought, I don't know what I was expecting because this is you not see it in times. Dallas. Dallas has issues. Fort Worth has issues. Yes. You know what? If I pick up my cell phone and turn it on anywhere in Dallas, oh look, I can make a phone call. At no point well, does that's true. At no point does my GPS go. I don't know. You're on your fucking own, dude. But I'm just saying, <laughs> as far as things being closed or not being able to find things, it's like everywhere. Yeah. So that was the uh, that was the journey there, and we arrived at the hotel and it looked nice, right? You felt good about it. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Tomorrow you get to hear the story about how all was not as it seemed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should have known. It, it was the worst. The phone would not stop. Fuck- when we had cell phone reception, it was a kid calling. Mom, how do you work the ice cream machine? I will, I will kill every one of you. <laughs> I don't care. Three hours from the house, we had four phone calls. <sighs> I don't. I, one of them is an adult. You understand know, that, right? Dude. And that's the one that was calling you. How do I run the ice cream? You realize by the time I was 18, I lived on my own and I was taking care of you. Oh my gosh. It, I you, know that and everybody else knows that. Dude, I, 18 year olds today suck. They're pathetic and useless. By the time I was 12, I knew how to fucking run a gas barbecue grill. I could actually start a fire in a charcoal barbecue grill, cook dinner and make ice cream for everybody in the whole fucking house from scratch. You know what I'm nice. saying? You know what our kids can do? Maybe if we're lucky, they can microwave a pizza. Okay, you found all these stories, right? So I don't need to credit. You don't anyone. need to credit anybody. I did all this work by myself. Well, you know why you were sleeping in the hotel like this? I was working, putting together a show. Uh, you rock. Could have fucking fooled me. Okay, here's my story. When Roger Bell takes a vacation, he normally flies to a national park or visits friends up north for two weeks. But like many Americans, Bell, a Woodstock, Georgia-based technical writer, lost his job in 2009, and that changed the way he vacations, maybe permanently. Bell was unemployed almost a year before finding a new job that paid 25% less than his old one. That, in turn, downsized his next vacation from a destination like Yellowstone or Yosemite to an overnight trip. Welcome to the new normal in travel. Shorter, less expensive vacations, or in extreme cases, just daycations, being taken by increasingly cost-conscious travelers. Maybe you've been on one of these mini trips in the last year. If you haven't, you probably will. You know what I found funny about this story? That they were acting like, up until recently, big two-week fucking vacations were the norm. Yeah. I I don't fucking know anybody that gets to just take off on vacation anymore. I really don't. 
And, and if it's not because you don't have any money, it's because your job sucks fucking balls and nobody's getting time off. You got to pull fucking teeth to get a couple days off. Well, I think the staycation thing was big even two years ago. Yeah. Where, you know, you, you kind of roam a little closer to home. You're not right. necessarily going on a week-long cruise or anything like that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really find this terribly surprising. No, and it can be okay unless you live in the Midwest. Where well, you that's have, not, I mean, if you, you have to drive eight like, mile, eight like the days. world's biggest ball of yarn, maybe that's your thing. <laughs> I don't know. But I was thinking about it when we were taking our trip. If we didn't live in Dallas, right? Like, if we lived in some godforsaken shithole somewhere, like St. Louis. Cut it out. We might have to drive for eight days before we found any place worth going to. Or at least a whole day. Well, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, there's a lot of places in the country. It doesn't have to be right in the Midwest. I can think of some northwestern states. Two hours and you're in Seattle. That have not even, no, you could be in Idaho. Idaho's nice. You go to Coeur d'Alene. I'm just saying, you sometimes have to travel a couple hours to get anywhere. Montana. Well, Montana, you go to Jacksonville. I understand, but if you don't live near it, you know what I'm saying? You might It might take you a couple hours. Cut it out. Well, I, what I'm saying is, in most places, it's more than a couple hours is what I'm telling you. If you, live, yeah. if you live outside the Midwest, you might only have to drive a couple hours to get somewhere neat. If you live in the Midwest, you might have to drive all fucking day. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so then are you saying that you should do that every time? So say you have one really cool place in your state, you go there every time. You go to the no? holiday. You're going to the holodome. You're that's looking all, around. That's what I'm saying. If you live in St. Louis, your only choice is the holodome. That's where you find the mystery spot. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. People are going to become more creative, and it would be interesting to see if more local travel and equals more for more local destinations, right? Like in the past, as far as destination vacations in the United States, your options really were pretty limited. You know what I mean? Like, nobody was like, let's go to Dallas for our vacation. That wasn't on the fucking list. You were going to Orlando or you were going somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I completely understand. But I think now you're going to see more and more places trying to build up their own internal tourist industry. That or a bunch more Indian nations are going to get fucking casinos. Well, you know, that <laughs> wouldn't surprise me either. I don't know. I, it would be interesting to see if people do get more creative, if there's like websites popping up for unusual travel destinations. That maybe that's what we should do. We should start a, a business where we help people find shit to do in their area. Yeah, maybe. But then eventually I would get a call from somebody somewhere like somebody would call me from, I'm trying to think of a good place, St. Louis, and go, I need to go <laughs> I, someplace I can go in like three hours. It'll be awesome. I'm like, kill yourself. Stop it. <laughs> or move out of St. Louis. I don't know. It's going to be, it'll be intriguing to see. It will be intriguing to see. But I do think that people are right. I think, and this, I got really depressed about this when we were gambling. Did I tell you that? What? Like, when I was playing poker, I lost 100 bucks, but I, I kind of knew it was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I have not played live poker hardly at all. So this was right. a new experience for me. Fine. I just wanted to do it. But I saw people there that were, I literally got the feeling they were playing for rent. Well, yeah, sure. you know what I'm saying. There's gamblers from every walk of life. There, you have your hardcore gamblers who are there probably shouldn't be. You have your hardcore gamblers that are really good at it, and that's what they do to make a living. The, the not these guys. I'm just saying, there's the, it runs the gamut from right, right, you know, right. the inexperienced person who's just playing for fun. 
to somebody who's actually counting on that money. Right. That's what I'm saying is I'm really concerned that the whole country is about to be those guys trying to fucking gamble to make rent. You know what I'm saying? Things are getting bad and they're getting worse by the fucking day. That's what I'm saying. I think we've turned the corner and gotten to the point where it's not going to get any better. You know what I mean? Like we're, right. we're just going to get used to the idea that our kids are not going to do better than we did. And that's just the way it's going to be. But on the other hand, it may not be as bad a thing as it sounds because like I told thing one the other day, you may not have a lot of material stuff. That, so just do a job that makes you not want to kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you're only getting, if you're going to make 30 grand a year, right. Then make sure it's a job you enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I completely understand. All right. Next story. Also, make sure all your vacations involve gambling. Maybe I'll get lucky. Stop. Not everybody likes that. It's sinful. You know what else is sinful? Getting your dick sucked. You know who oh, likes it? Come on. Everybody with a dick. Why is that All something? right. Now I like this next story. I didn't before, but now I do. <laughs> it's usually a gentle snore that starts it or a contented snuggle in the blankets. Watching her husband nod off the moment his head hits the pillow unleashes a sleeping beast in many women. One in four women admit to deliberately waking their husbands up because they are jealous they're able to nod off so easily. Hey, look at that. You're in the 25%. I think I'm waking you up tonight. You, I think you do it. Okay. I did not. Okay. I woke you up last no, night. Last no, last night is fine. I'm telling Last first. night is fine. I know. I sounded like I was choking last night, and I yes. probably was because... When I when we you sleep in a strange bed, the angle was all fucked up. When you woke me up, my neck hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you still yelled at me. I can't believe you waking me up last night. I was like, let's see. I was doing you a favor because you were snoring right. so weird. And it right. was cutting off your air supply right. and you were choking. So next time, I'll just leave you alone, dear. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about the 50 times a night you get up to pee. Yeah, but that's not waking you up on purpose. No, sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you make enough noise that I know you're trying to make sure I know you're. Whatever. You're not very <laughs> quiet when you come to bed either. You always slam the stupid bathroom door. That's not true. I know you don't think it is. But... Here, okay. You know, let me, let me tell you this. You sleep so lightly that a, a mouse could crawl across the carpet and you would wake up. I don't know how, I don't know how I could ever not wake you up. Do you have any idea? I mean, can you give me some pointers? Okay, how... here's the thing. I only wake you up when... One, you're you're snoring and you stop breathing. Whatever. I don't need to breathe. I'm immortal. Number two, you are all the way over on my side of the bed. And if I even roll a half an inch, I'm falling off of the bed. We have a king size bed. Give me some of the space. You know what? I've told you how you can get your space back. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Or number three, you've actually taken my pillows, even though you have three. You take my pillows and you're me, drooling all over them. That's when I wake you up and say, me, give me my pillow back. Me. Thanks. I think there are times, and I'm not being a dick, but I think there are times when you wake up in the middle of the night and you see me sleeping like a baby, peaceful as a lamb, and you say, I hate this guy because he doesn't, have any, he doesn't have any trouble fucking sleeping and I can't sleep for shit, right? And when you get up to go pee, you get up like this. And I know you do this and I know the difference. Between, normally when you get out of bed, you sit up, you roll to the left and you're out of the bed. Okay. When I know you're trying to wake me up, you roll the left, you roll back to the right, you fucking kick the sheets off and you kick them off hard. So that it jerks the whole sheet. Then you turn to the left, then you get out of bed like this, clomp, which normally you have cat like reflexes and make no noise when you leave the bed. And then you shut the door like this. That is now, not true. Uh, okay, I, don't, I think you do it subconsciously. 
I can. I also think put a camera in our bedroom and then we can really see the trees. I also think it's a little creepy when you get up to pee in the middle of the night and you have a knife in your hand. I think that's cut weird. it I out. Think that's, or I'm standing at the end of the bed, just staring, the bed at staring at me. <laughs> I think that's. I don't think you're really peeing. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Next story. A small dog who refused to return home until a neighbor followed her helped rescue his owner af- or her owner after he collapsed at home following heart surgery. Charles Mitchell said he was working in his yard last week in the Oregon wine country town of Yamhill when an 11-year-old dachshund named Missy scampered up and refused to leave. Mitchell told the dog to go home, but she refused. And when he decided to follow her across the street to investigate, he found his neighbor, Charlie Burden, had collapsed inside his home. The police chief arrived with paramedics. Burden was taken to the hospital and suffered. He had suffered an attack of vertigo and is now recovering. You kick ass, dog. Little dachshund dog. Normally, I don't like dachshunds because they're kind of dicks. I never thought of dachshunds that way, but then you told me that they were the dog. They're the breed most likely to bite. Yeah, I'd I'd never thought that. Have you ever? Did you ever spend any time around dachshunds? I mean, I'm just curious. A lot of people haven't. No. My grandma had two dachshunds. Not any of the grandmas, you know. I think she was actually my great grandmother. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Not the one that lived out on the farm, the one that lived in town. Okay. Anyway, they had two dachshunds. And when I was little, I went over there and like, don't play with the dogs. They also had a collie, like a full, an actual lassie collie. Okay. And I was allowed to play with the collie, but only if I brushed her hair. When I was done playing with her. Wow. Okay. And let me tell you this. That dog takes a lot of hair brushing. I imagine so. Gollies are like, they have like lion manes. They're, but anyway, the dachshunds are assholes. They would bite you. Without provocation, those little dogs would bite somebody. They're just like, you know what? You're a kid. And guess what? I know I'm not afraid of you. Bite. Well, okay. I think this dog is probably fortunate that it didn't come into my yard yapping at me because I'm not very nice. I don't like it when dogs come into my yard and they're yapping at me and I try to chase them off and they come back and I chase them off again and then they're yapping again. Because the next time, I'm probably going to have something in my hands. Well, you're talking probably. about probably. You're talking about the little chihuahua that lives yes. two doors down. Let I hate ta- that dog. Let me tell you this: the next he time, tries the, to bite. The next time the chihuahua comes in my yard, I'm going to stomp a fucking hole in it. I'm not even kidding. I don't. I usually don't mind dogs. However, when you're running around without a leash, barking at me, trying to bite me in my yard, you're about to get a lesson in the circle of fucking life, and you're got you're going to become the circle of life shit stain. You know what I'm saying. Well, I wonder if people can honestly tell the difference when a dog is yapping at you to be pesty or if a dog is yapping at you because they honestly are driven to do so because they need you. You know, I I wonder if something gets triggered where they go, oh, this is unusual. Maybe I better go check it out. At what point does that shift happen? When it looks like it's on Lassie. (laughs) Because yeah, Lassie, Lassie would bark. No, and I think this dachshund probably did the same thing. There's a difference between the yapper dog that runs up and it's nipping at your heels and mm-hmm. being a dick all over the place. And you give it a good boot and it just goes home. When they come back and they kind of sit on the edge of the sidewalk and go, bark, 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 bark. And then you go, what's wrong? And they go, bark, 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 Timmy's in the well, bark, bark. Then you know. <laughs> and you go with them. Yeah, you know how they have those um, devices that allow you to understand what a dog is saying? Okay, Kim. <laughs> Uh, do you think everybody should own one of those? I think it'd be Just funny. In case. I think it'd be funny if I was to make some of those bullshit dog translators. I would have a Timmy's in the well. 
<laughs> choice, right? It would be like super rare. He's just all automatically programmed in there. <laughs> yeah, so it would be super rare, but like one in a thousand, or maybe even one in ten thousand, just pop up. Timmy's in the well. Follow me. Yeah, everybody's like, "Holy crap! I can't <laughs> believe I understood that." <laughs> I don't well, know. That would be awesome. I don't know. But yeah, I guess Melanie's in the chat room saying that we're saying Dachshund wrong. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, potato, potato. Nope. I'm not. That's always my disclaimer. I mean, I take no responsibility for how I butcher things. Yeah, okay. It is what it is. You know what our next dog is going to be, though? Mm. A Cairn Terrier. That's going to be our next dog. What kind of? Toto. I... No, to- not Cairns. Energy, Cairns, no. right? Cairns are nice dogs. Like Toto. No, Toto wasn't a Cairn. What was he? Yorkie. Cairns are smaller, I... and they're fun. I like them. I'm sure some of our animal lovers out there can Google it for us and set us straight. All right. Apparently, Kevin Smith owns a dock shunned. I don't know what the kind of fucking dog that is. Sorry, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith also Stop. gets kicked off airplanes. You know who doesn't? Me. So I think I'm right. Nice. Anyway, you got any uh, other news stories to tell anybody over there? I do not. I almost don't want to end the show. Ah, uh, there's another one. The there's what? always another one. Though after the show's over, then I get some prizes, right? Yay, prizes. All right, Kev, they want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Maybe I'll play StarCraft. Okay. I haven't made a little boy cry recently. Yeah, I know. You enjoy that. That's your favorite <laughs> pastime as of late, right? I like to pay, play StarCraft and do the vulture rush because it, it, inevitably it ends the same way. Some noob goes, that was not fair. Whatever. I saw you over there trying to build your 18 fucking spaceports. Don't be stupid. Aww. Right, it's dumb. Let me give you a tip. If you're a StarCraft player and you don't make military units right away, like things that will actually kill other things, you deserve to die in the first five minutes. That's just dumb. It's dumb. I had 8,000 CSVs. You're an idiot. You're dead. Thank you for listening to our show. Thanks to Amazon for being our sponsor. Don't forget you can juice us on Blueberry. Vote for us on Podcast Alley. Leave us a review on iTunes. Just do one of those things this week. I'm not asking for much. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com.